I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey. Everybody. <laughs> hey, buddy. I'm Steel Saunders. Welcome to Steel Wars. And I love Star Wars. It's, it's so late. I've forgotten the intro horse. Can you do it for me? Uh, I'm Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. Excellent. And, I'll keep going. And each and every week, I find somebody of interest to talk about it with. Oh, oh that's very extended. Yeah. Uh, I can't think... Do you know what the only thing I can think about right now, Hawes? Hmm. Uh, Faloney baloney, huh? The hat. What was the hat doing? Just its thing, man. Doing its own thing. <laughs> Last year we had this. Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. year we had this. I saw somebody tweeting and said, oh my God, did you guys catch the cameo? And I was like, I'm pretty sure everybody caught that cameo. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure. It was right in your face. People that haven't, like, will never watch the episode have seen the cameo. Mm-hmm. People who don't know who fa- Dave Filoni are, what's the guy in the hat doing? Is that Cad Bane? Is that Cad Bane's brother? Mm-hmm. I'm sorry. Yeah, um, I'm 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 more excited than ever for the Filoni film. <laughs> um, all right, how about this? Before we haven't discussed anything about Mm-mm. the episode. Except I sent, my new thing now was when we were watching Star Wars at the same time is to send you a non-specific reaction text to see if you can guess what I'm talking about. Like when I sent you the one that said, oh boy. Oh boy. Yeah, but we, it was a total different thing. Exactly. Right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I think you sent so sick. What was your so sick thing? Well, you guess. Guess, buddy. When the Mandalorian like cessed into the, the fighter. That was sick. That was dope. <laughs> dope. The no, the tie interceptors launching. That was, I, I did, that was my guess before when I was right. watching because I was like, "What's his so sick bit?" Um. Okay, the question coming out of the the episode is this: before we get into our feelings about the actual episode, which are mixed, the highs, the lows. Was that the last episode of The Mandalorian? Buddy, I was asking the same question. Like, it felt like that could be the end of the series, right? Um, I don't think it is. So, you know, during Celebration, 
John Favreau said he was right in the fourth season. Well, he also said they were right in the third season when they were doing Book of Boba Fett. So who knows what he was talking about? But he did say that they, he's writing a fourth season. He also said he didn't have a set end, but then they announced a film that was going to conclude it. Yeah, yeah. So I don't think he's very honest. No, you know, I think... This it is, seems like it could be, or maybe like it's this, the end of this arc. This is a brutal comment. I saw it. James Waterman, Sam... The Mr. Thesaur took one look at the writing for this season and was like, nah, I'll sit this one out. I thought there'd be more of him. Um, and, and the end, like the little zoom in on Grogu. Mm-hmm. And, but then they actually, they did also really spell out they were going to go on other adventures. Yeah, I think, I think that's... I think this is the end of this arc, not necessarily the end of the show. Yeah. Grief Karga's dialogue has gone downhill. He, like a Rick Ollie, would watch this season of The Mandalorian and go, stop explaining everything, mate. I did like him giving the deed. And that house looks pretty sick, got to be honest. Nice little house on Navarro. Sheesh. <laughs> it looked like it had an Australian gum tree out the front CGI'd in. Oh, I don't even know what that is. That's a, a type of foliage that I've never seen. That's where the koalas live, buddy. Oh, okay. That'd be cool. Um, should we go through some of the... Let, let's get your thoughts, and then we'll go into some user-submitted <clears throat> rants. Um, so, I really liked it. I, I mean, I'll be honest, I... I was kind of like really digging it in the moment of watching it. I had a lot of fun. Do I think this episode or this season was perfect? By no means, right? But I I found it satisfying. Like I like, like, and me included, right? So many of us are like, oh, who's going to be the crazy person that shows up in this? What's going to be the big crazy, you know what I mean? Uh, cameo or whatever, or character appearance. And I kind of like that they just focused on the characters that this story is about. You know what I mean? And I thought that made it very satisfying. For, for um, those listening to the podcast, I'm clapping. Yeah, I, I thought that was actually a really good choice. And like, you know, you get a certain amount into the episode and you're like, well, they're not, I mean, at this point, if they do something, it's going to be a little weird. But like, I, I actually really dug that, that it was more focused on just the characters that the story is about. Um I, like you want to know one of my big complaints and it's it's stupid that this is a complaint but i wish we would have seen some of those mandalorian fighters and like dog fights with the ties like a bit of a space battle going on now i think the maneuver they did was sick i just like to see a little you know a little bit of dog fight the um but the point was that they they weren't dog fighting hawks i know <laughs> i got i get it that's just i wanted to see it man that's what I said. I've got small complaints. I, I enjoyed it as a whole. Um, I would say... The Mando part of the first part of the episode, I loved. Anything that was Mandalorian. Anything that was happening on the other side, was I was... No... 
What, so what do you mean by other side? Because everything seemed kind of Mandalorian to me. Do you mean Mandalorian as the character, the Mandalorian, Din Djarin? No, 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 no. Like with the Mandalorians, like um, oh, okay. Khan and stuff. Where did Grogu come from in IG-12? Just appeared in that Imperial base. You mean that set that, that is also the same set from Obi-Wan where he snuck into the Imperial base? I'm telling you. That's a reuse. Oh, okay. Um, he, he just I don't know. Out of no- I don't know on that one, buddy. And the um, the whole thing of R5-D4 killing me. Killing me. The jetpacks, like, I was just... I, so, I almost texted you, oh boy, when I saw the, the jetpacks, because I know your feelings on those as it is. Well, and the combination of R5 and those jetpacks, I was like, ooh, I gotta text them. But I, I held back. Well, I was hating it, right, as he's, like, came out and he's, he's wheeling in. and um, I was just like, this is just, this is terrible. Then he jetpacked down, and I notoriously dislike the R2-D2 jetpacks in Attack of the Clones. However, I've softened on them because they're very useful in LEGO Star Wars. Okay, okay. And LEGO Star Wars on the iPhone makes my son very happy. So there was one point where we didn't know where to go next, and I tried R2-D2's jetpack over, <coughs> and that was the way to go, and Harry mm-hmm. was really impressed. So now I'm sort of like, jetpack's not so bad. But anyway, when he did jetpack down, that was such a hard troll on me that I just started laughing and going, oh, actually, no, this is the best thing ever. It it got so hardcore. But answer me this. These Imperial computer systems, like the most secure part of the whole base, just any old droid can go up and do-do-do-do-do-do. And, and, and turn off it, it just seems buddy buddy am i am i crazy yeah because listen what should be more secure than the death star right and r2d2 interfaces with those computers and does all kinds of things no, buddy but it's, it's like the highest security part of the building am i not I, I, on this Let's, one just a little bit right, uh, just on this one We've got to get some because r2 like this the death star should be the most secure base in all of imperial history and he's able to hack into that thing and turn off trash compactors and whatnot get whole plans but but couldn't turn off the um tractor beam well that's because it was manual steel and obi-wan had to pull that lever (laughs) come on you i can't i can't be full nutbag on this you have to like just like no buddy on this one i don't i because we all we see are are droids doing this kind of thing if there wasn't precedent for it then maybe um okay james waterman ha 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 i accepted bb-8 in a trash can in the last jedi he's got a point what does he mean by that like oh yeah okay i I remember now okay and boy i'm literally in television so i can accept that um at least there's consistency i guess Oh, okay. Salad von Bacco. Steel is nuts on this one, honestly. <laughs> this that no, most of the time, hey, I, I you know. Hey, horse. How about we uh, open up the echo chamber? 
Sapping yeah. <laughs> you are blocked, bro. Um, okay, I agree that the droids R2D2 and the likes have always been able to interface with the high security of things of Empire in Star Wars always. Okay, well, um, wait, okay. Um, all right, I'll, I'll concede. I'll concede. I did, however, reset because I did want to enjoy the episode. And I was like, don't, like, like I'm furious at R5-D4. But once he <laughs> stopped, once he flew off, I was sort of like, oh, sick. But the bit when, um, so up until then, all the Mandalorian stuff, Bo-Katan, I was super into flying around, great stuff. Then um, when IG-12 got cut up, that's when the episode was just sick. Like, in Insane. Yeah, they really chucked that puppet a few more times too, huh? But I was loving that. Like that, I was into that. Was sick. That was I, really, buddy. I thought the whole confrontation from the moment he flushes his his clones down the toilet, and then it's like him and Ma, Gideon fight. Then Bo Katan comes in, and then Grogu gets separated with the Praetorian guards. Then Din's with Grogu. Then they're back. Like I, I thought that was all pretty neat. And some of that fight choreography was pretty sick too, man. Very, very um, captivating. And what about the tag team of uh, Force Grogu? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and Din, and then later on Bo Katan. Like mm-hmm. there's some good, like um, I don't know. Do you know the 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 wrestling tag team, the Young Bucks? I do not. Well, they're very good at doing like team maneuvers, bouncing off each other and stuff. And they were, um, they reminded me of the Young Bucks. There's this week's uh, wrestling oh, reference. Oh, and buddy, so listen, I, I take pride in knowing my friends and what they like and don't like in Star Wars, right? And one thing I know you like is a good run in. When when the calm came through and it was the armor and she said, Lady Kreese, your reinforcements are here and it's all the Mandalorian ships coming in. Pause, could you answer um, Santasticon's okay. question? Okay. Yeah, Sam, Who I got you, buddy. Lies? Listen, I did not originate this theory. I saw this theory online and I was like, oh, okay, this makes a lot of sense. So the theory is that the spies refers to, it's a bit of a biblical reference. It refers to this part in the Bible when Moses sends 12 spies into the land of Canaan, which is the promised land, to scout it and see if it's, you know, safe for them to go and try to settle. So... They're referred to as spies, I guess, in some translations. Um, so a lot of people seem to think that maybe that's what it's a ref- reference to. And then when you watch that episode with that in mind, I could see that being the case. I could certainly see that being the case. I'm so happy that all the Mandalorians turned out to be good. Mm-hmm. I was really hoping that wasn't going to be the case, that somebody was bad. I, I was pretty stoked with it. Now, Colin Wheeler brings up a point. Dank Farrick. Um, that's not a point. That's a, <laughs> that's a Star Wars reference. Um, where is the end credit scene? Otherwise, 8 out of 10, great episode. I say, bravo, no end credit scene. So, like, I... Like, like, just, like, I, I, I find now that, like, movies and media rest so heavily 
like they just that's a crutch like you don't mm-hmm. like you go to see uh like a you know so, like a superhero film a generic one and it's sort of the end sort of like uh, blah, 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 blah. Uh, and then it's the inc- it's it's the ad for the next movie mm-hmm. that people go out buzzing about so i liked it it was it it, it did seem a bit of it's for like four actually no i was blacking out because of the hat actually the hat <laughs> if, if if we had a heart like rate thing during that hat set it was, i was peaking <laughs> what does everyone think of the hat can we get some comments on the hat please now listen i think that's goofy but whatever you know um so Listen, do you want to know one of the goofy things I like about this episode is Dan's continued use of the word buddy because I call everybody buddy, right, buddy, right? Like in the way he kept calling R5D4, who, by the way, a lot of my feelings match up with yours on the topic of that character's inclusion this season. But when he kept calling him buddy, I was like, "Mm, that's my dude. He talks just like me for real. Yeah, I, I think once he jetpacked in, that was just like like a band aid right off. <laughs> it's it sort of it, we got to get you. He's got to get added to your wall of troll, right? Like with C three PS. He's already on there. Oh, really? <laughs> the um because the you know the Hasbro one opened up and they had that rocket firing thing in there. That's perfect. Yeah, so it's like one of the worst toys of all time. Um, a green cow says, side note, the Steel Wars episodes where Harrison interrupts Steel <clears throat> Melt My Heart, 10 out of 10. Um, hopefully not tonight because we've made special finale accommodations with the sound and stuff. Um, Cutting Room 4 says, why did the Mandalorians need to get into their jump ships? They all had jetpacks. Bro! So they could do sessies onto the ramps. Yeah, I think it was... I think the answer there is because it looks cool, right? Sessies. (laughs) It was awesome. (laughs) This is like... Not to bring it, because I always talk about toys sometime, but like... Man, do you know I would go buy one of those Mandalorian gauntlet fighters so fast. I even started looking. I was like, surely they must have done one of those back when they were doing like Clone Wars toys and stuff. And they don't. They don't have one. How about this? Zach Kavanagh says, thoughts on just flushing the Gideon clones and the entire point of episode three down the drain. I, um... I bought into the dastardly plan is revealed and then is stopped at the last moment. That like, like that that whole part of the episode until the hat. Um, <laughs> I, I I was sort of like it wasn't what I expected, but um, I was sort of banging. I was terrified that Grogu was going to get a helmet. Um, yeah, well, buddy, that. That's going to happen eventually. Hmm. But um, the I'm I'm so happy that that droid's gone. The IG12. I, I they they just did, they just didn't know what to do with Grogu. 
He's, he's, he's sort of... I mean, I think... Uh, like this season, he's, he, he really didn't add... He didn't. And that was actually kind of why I liked IG, the concept and execution of IG-12 in the last episode, because it gave him a little more autonomy in the story where he could participate in the events. But I also don't know that it would have been the best thing to keep around, right? Like, you could see how they would lean on that too heavily going forward. Personally, I thought they did it enough in these, featured it enough in these two episodes, right? See, Sam Tastacon is here to make me feel sane. How's this one? Why would you clone your warrior self in your late 50s? Because that's, he's a narcissist. <laughs> because that's the age the actor is and you're watching a Star Wars show. That's why. Come on. Come on. Um... Oh, James Waterman says one of these clones is going to end up selling space meth out of a chicken shop on Tatooine. Heck um, yeah. That's season two of Book of Boba Fett right there. Um, what else happened in the episode, Hawes? Because um, it was kind of, oh, dude, I thought old Axe Woves was pretty sick this episode. Dude, like right. flying up into the out atmosphere getting on the cruiser getting everybody out and then like taking on all the tie fighters himself and then doing like the you know the maneuver i was like oh damn they're gonna kill this dude they finally gave him some lines and they're not he's out the window bro he said i'm not going out out the window loved it made you realize how much you'd miss him right (laughs) right And, and and like the fact that like he did put it all on the line and it was like i thought it was really well done the way they showed that him staying there made a difference Mm -hmm. like it Mm -hmm. wasn't like because that allowed right their fighters to go down and release the mandalorians they didn't have to get engaged with tie fighters but then he like he did the kamikaze as well Mm -hmm. like they wouldn't have been able to do that um Randy's saying force field, and I don't know why. Force field. Oh, the force field at the end with Grogu. He did a force field to save everybody. Is that a pun? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Certainly. I, I'm going to feel real dumb if that's not what he meant. Did you see my tribute on Twitter to Randy's um, reaction? I did. Mm-hmm. It's pretty special. Um. Cutting Room 4 says Axe Wolves, my favorite brand of deodorant. But yeah, so this Axe Wolves dude, I was like, like the way they set him up and um, that he did make a difference. <coughs> and then he was going to do the nosedive. When he shot out and flew out, old Saunders on the couch, Axe, nice. raised nice. a fist. Nice. We should start a, a fan club called the Axe Handles. Okay. The first two members here. Who's Who else wants to be in there? There's a few Axe. Um, okay, what about this one, Hawes? Tyler Grant. I thought it was unrealistic to leave the atmosphere with a jetpack. Bag riding. That's what, what, that, what an ironic end to the sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Uh didn't bother me buddy i mean the 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 rules the star wars rules for jetpacks are fast and loose 
right? They do whatever they need them to do is one thing that's clear about jetpacks and Star Wars. One thing that um, maybe uh, David Collins can be credited for, it has been well established that there's some sort of seal. Mm-hmm. You, always, you always hear, mm-hmm. donk, yeah. or shh. Mm-hmm. So they did have that sound effect. So I, if that was me, if I had that issue, once I had that little fill in, that's a, that's a move along. Yeah, maybe he means like the force required to get you out of atmosphere seems a little oh, inadequate. Who but say, how do they even make the jetpacks go up, Hawes? Is it with their hands, their tongue? I don't really know. Dude, you love Boba Fett and you don't even know how he takes off. I still can't believe Boba Fett wasn't in this no, no, season. I want you to answer this question. How I think it's, make- it's their hands. They've got little controls in their hands. Got them. Let's move on. Move along. Move <laughs> along. What about toes? It got, well, hey, man, could be. Hey, that's actually a, not a bad... I, mm-hmm. I think I've, I just pabloed they wiggle the They wiggle their toes. Oh, how about this? Zach Kavanagh also ripped Darksaber. I didn't see that. That that was surprising to me because it's it's such a big deal and has been such well, a big deal you know in Star Wars. That can Wars. only mean season four. Rebuilt Darksaber. Certainly. Um, yeah, he ha- said it's activated by eyebrows in their head, their helmet. Speaking of activated eyebrows, as a segue for you, Boo. Um, how about the old classic uh, guy in the chamber opening his eyes? Oh, the the jump scare that everybody would have seen coming. Yeah, it made it worse that you saw it coming because I was sort of like, "No, nah, they're just they're not going to do it." And, and sure then, enough, he did. Um, yet the fight scenes were insane. I love like, and and effects wise, it might have been the part that maybe didn't hold up the most, but like the Mandalorians and the Imperials flying at each other, fighting like. It was a little loosey-goosey effect-wise, but I thought it was sick. Hawes. Mm-hmm. Read mm-hmm. this one. Uh, Johnny G says, Skinny Pete with the sweet underground homegrown. My dude. That was all the Mandalorian stuff I was loving mm-hmm. while I was gritting my teeth through the other bit. I, that, that, the little scene where they went to the, the farm or the, you know, the little oasis, that was, that was so cool. Mm-hmm. Um, Aubrey says, I am whelmed. Um, so that doesn't mean she's underwhelmed or overwhelmed. She's like right in the middle, right? Yeah, I, I, I think I'm like that. Like, I, I, it was exciting to watch, but I, I didn't. Um, I, yeah, I, I didn't leave like, wow, what? Um, except when Axe Wills did that and I did that actual. Thing. I'll tell you this. I, I probably would have been more, whoa, if I didn't leave going, was that it? Was that like the end, end of Mandalorian? Like I, that left me, and like stupid me immediately was like, well, surely there'll be an article. Like, yeah, who's going to be putting up an article at 3 a.m. Central Time? Um, Peter Serretta would be. Probably. Slashfilm.com. Yep, and editing videos about all the food at Super Mario World. All my stars. So, Steph, Jackie's sister, Mm -hmm. just loves that channel. It's really good. They're they're really good. I watch it. 
Oh no, but like is it's just weird because it's one of my, our friends. Mm-hmm. And, right. And, well, and, you're. And, fr- I don't know Peter. He oh, probably. I don't know that guy. Great. You, you'd be great friends. Um, but yeah, she's like it, it's full like celebrity status. Like oh like, really? She's like, like oh my god, you know? Yeah, like freak out celebrity mm-hmm. status. But um, what else have we got in the um, oh the cutting room floor? I'm so glad the dark saber is gone. Sorry, I never cared for that bit of law. I do have to say, what about that aerial jetpack dark saber stabby stab stab? Loved montage? it. Loved it. Loved it, man. It was um, out of control. Oh, there was a sweet shot of um, Bo-Katan and um, Moff Gideon. And then in the background, you could see all the people mm. battling. Kind of like um, the Return of the Jedi shot when you could see the battle out the Death Star window. Mm-hmm. It's like poetry mm-hmm. at Rhymes Horse. Or, you know, the, the fight on Geonosis when you can see all the little individual fights with different Jedi in the background. Um I really like, and I, listen, I I do. I think it's silly and like the most funny Star Wars way that the armorer uses her blacksmithing tools as weapons. But when she was flying around killing dudes with those, I thought it was pretty neat. When they do that, I, I watched Gladiator the other day mm-hmm. on a plane, and it's like that sort of battle or the battles in Gladiator. Gladiator. It's just like, how's everyone not dead? Right, just, there's so many people just like, bah! like how is not? It's not just like he gets him in the back and then he gets him like or her, mm-hmm. but like there's just like, uh, 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 but you know, um, it's not how the the TV and cinema industry work apparently. Um, ah, oh, yeah. How about um, Pedro? No Pedro. Yeah, well, because he was not on set for a single minute of this season. He dropped past once because he heard the um, it was Taco Tuesday. No, he was like, yeah, I should probably go in and say hey to everybody. Uh, Been filming The Last of Us, you know, no big deal. Okay, Aubrey says uh, it was okay. Definitely a different pace and not the same wow factor as the last few seasons. If you compare all the finales, this one contrasts drastically Ha ha. Now listen, when you compare this finale to the finale of season 2, I totally agree. And you know, there's there's not much that's going to replicate that shock and emotion and excitement with what they did in the season 2 finale. The season 1 finale was really good, but I feel like this finale matches up with the season 1 finale pretty well. Right? Like if you think back the big reveal of the season season 1 finale is that Gideon has the Darksaber at the very end. Um, and I feel like the scale of this one is way bigger than that season one finale. Oh, yeah. It was. Yeah. Like, when they were all fighting and that, like, light cruiser or whatever was crashing in, like, mm-hmm. that was gnarly. Mm hmm. Um, <clears throat> oh, and so. Sorry to circle back around to this guy. Did you get a little bit of an episode three vibe from R five D four messing with the mouse and the mouse droids messing with him? To me, that kind of reminded me of like R two at the beginning of episode three when he's messing with. I mean, obviously it's a different circumstance because it's battle droids and stuff. But like, it's they're contacting R two trying to get help. He's contacting R five trying to get help, and now he's 
getting hassled by some mouse droids. Yes, it does remind me of a scene I equally dislike. Yeah, I know. That's exactly why I wanted to bring it up, Steel, is because like I want I wanted to make that connection there for you, buddy. <coughs> oh. Oh. And they had little like light up police sirens, mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. Harry's Playmobil Ghostbusters Ecto One. Mm-hmm. Um, spared no expense. Yeah, I, 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 I just could have lived without that little bit of um, droid comedy in the drama of like just let me enjoy Mandalorians getting almost strangled and then firing mm-hmm. people and stuff David Lee says disappointed not to see X-Wings joining the battle now that would have been sick yeah but I don't think you can judge it on stuff things. not showing up yeah like oh uh, listen where, man where was and- Leia in the Tanty 4 when I be? sit down and um Thank you, Peter. Thank you, Peter. <laughs> Police when, lights was weird. When I sit down to like think of the the series as a whole so far, I'm I'm gonna be I'm gonna be harsh on it for not including Boba Fett, man. And one throwaway line. Get out of here. You're just going to let that one marinate out there for a little while? Yeah, okay, buddy. Uh, James Waterman says, if it wasn't R5, I think I'd like it more. Um, I agree, James, but um, I'm far more negative than you, so I'd say I'd dislike it less. (laughs) Oh, Justin Regus. Sup, 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 sup. That's what's up, buddy. Uh, Jedi Master of Truth. So this is a, um, a vetted source. Uh, disappointing. It felt like they took my hand and ran with it. Finale felt rushed and terrible plot. I, th- I thought the middle bit of the plot was epic, but um, also, why not? Hear me out, everyone. Take episode seven and eight and just rewrite that so it's the whole season. Right. Spend some more time on it and stuff. I could see and, that. And so we know about the clones and stuff. Like, it, like, cause that was, I, the, listen, that was the meat, the council, the shadow council. I'll say this, like, Oh, 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 what happened with Pershing? He's just gone. <laughs> so hold on. No, for, for real he's, though, he's like, with Armored best, <laughs> um, uh, the shit, I just lost what I was going to say. I'll put that up and you just get Thank angry. you. Uh, Where's Boba? Asked him prevost. Um, I, so you know what, as far as, cause I, <laughs> <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Justin Rodriguez says, once the credits rolled, I said, love that. Can't wait to hear why people hated it. Well, I loved it, buddy. Um, I, I, had a, I had a great time. Now I'll say this: you were talking about last credit sequence scenes and how you, um, you know, applaud them for not you doing. I get it. Um, the uh, I could have gone like one that I think would have been kind of cool would have been like maybe another Shadow Council scene, like where they're discussing that Moff Gideon's dead and 
you know, throw throw the the name Thrawn in there a couple of times, set up for Ahsoka. I could have gone with something like that because that Shadow Council stuff was real cool. Yeah, I um, I like that they made it to stand on its own two feet. Um, Randy, the cursing user, says that's the deal. Three episodes encompassed the meat of this entire season. Um. Yeah, thankfully, um, nanobots didn't help them oh. restore Mandalore. Mm-hmm. That'll be next season. Um, yeah, what else went down, Hawes, in this? I mean, we've hit a lot of the big stuff. It was a very action-oriented episode. Oh, wait, like, can you know everyone... Can ev- oh, sorry, Hawes. I, I just want everyone to chime in their thoughts about the hat. Um, oh, so Zach brings up something that, what is up with Mandalorian naming convention, by the way? Din Grogu? You mean Din is that man's last name this whole time? So his name's Jaren. I guess, she, she, she said you are now Din Grogu. Hey, James Waterman poses the question, didn't Filoni wear the hat in the Zeb episode too? Did he? Mm-hmm. No way. So I just blocked that out. I'm pretty sure he did. Huh. <laughs> yeah, and then all like Sabine Wren and all her, her family all have the last name Wren. That's a little loosey-goosey. Yeah, that, that seems odd, but I also I couldn't care less i could a little i just want to know man not much um what does steve violence say with subtitles on Mm -hmm. who was laughing when he was facing off the praetorian guards i heard it i didn't watch it with subtitles but i heard him laughing and thought it was a, a funny detail ah i just wanted to see din grogu get more jedi training he has he has almost has a thousand years to be a Mando and Jedi. Um, I, oh, Ben loved the hat. Blocked and reported Ben. Jeez. No, it's fine. We we welcome hat lovers. And and Hawes is a hat guy. I'm a hat guy. Yeah. I'm rocking the Vladi Divac, huh? The, um, I, I, I wouldn't have minded a, um, a more forceful Grogu really assert himself. Like, like he did the force bubble, but that that that, that really um, it's like poetry. It rhymes and some f- force pushes and some force pulls on um, you know the end of season one where he did the fire block. But um, yeah, I wanted to really see him um, like crush some Praetorian. Yeah, I kind of thought it would have been neat if if Din opened the door and the Praetorians are just toast already. You know what I mean? Mm-mm-mm. You don't think so? Okay. Too cute. I want to see it. No, I mean we get to see it, but oh, I like okay. the idea of Dan thinking Got he's you. oh he's okay. in trouble and the no, I still think we get to see it. Okay. Uh, see, oh. Show don't tell. Excellent, excellent. Um, the mythosaur thing at the end was just yeah. He was like, huh? What? All right. I, yeah, I, I, I yeah. Uh, I just thought you could just leave it because it did the the ending did bit feel a bit um return of the king 
It did. It, it kept going. And that's what I'm telling you, man. It feels like the last episode of the series. I don't think it is, but they sure... Like, if that's how they want to wrap up this arc, then that then that's cool. Like, I get it. We can sort of start fresh with the next season. But we know there's limited time, too, before the show, the movie. Because... When Grief Karg is explaining stuff, like, but you can still go on your adventures. I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, okay, well, they're really spelling out about what season four will be about. At least to start off, for yeah. sure. But then, um, yeah, as it went on, I'm like, is this the last, like, and the, like, the zoom in, mm-hmm. which, if it's the last one, that would make me forgive it because I didn't like it for the end of a Star Wars. I didn't either thing yeah uh, um, one of my if, small complaints what if right ignoring grief Karga's comment which is very confusing um this is it for mandalorian until the movie it could be and that's like the returning like um returning great coming back into headline wrestlemania mm-hmm. you know and and so I, you, you know, honestly, I wouldn't. I was about to say we might, he might show up, right, in some of the other series. Ahsoka, not that this has stopped them, but doesn't seem like it would be the easiest. Well, I don't know. He did mention something to Carson Tava about he's going to help him patrol the outer rim, right? Yeah, but that could just be setting up what's he been doing. That's true. Um. Um, there's a bit of chatter about the name first. I, I just think it doesn't. Like... Yeah, I saw somebody, maybe Aubrey. I can't remember. Somebody said maybe that's just what they do in the covert, right? Like, okay. I, I Like, it's just, I thought it was interesting. Like, Dan Grogan? Yeah, it's, it's, it's at at ATAT for me. Fair enough. Um, how old is Bo-Katan by this point, roughly? Like, I thought she was like 55 or something. Yeah, she's somewhere in her 50s, I believe, at this point. Um, what else is happening here? God, the fight scenes were good. They were. And I got to say, like, <clears throat> the the changing the shields and then Din would fight the two, um, two guards, right? And he was like, I don't have any weapons. And you'd see him like pick up different weapons, lose different weapons, use their shields. They were using those stun batons from the sequel trilogy at one point too. Mm-hmm. I like that quite a bit. Yeah. I just, uh, like it, it was the droid that was on the Lars homestead. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Hey, when do you reckon it went and fought in the rebellion? Before or after Star Wars? Oh, buddy. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Maybe um, we're going to see him in an episode of Bad Batch Season 3. Ooh. Um, yeah, we mentioned this before. Tim Previs says Grogu Force Assist in the fight was cool. It was. That was... Um, yeah, I, I, I have to say, I thought that like the... the post before the hat when i blacked out um the the way they entered it was it was it was pretty dope 
like it like I wasn't like a massive fan of the doing the force field again but um it was you know it was like fine um but the whole thing I I found it actually like like really like enthralling Star Wars. Yeah, and I like I like the scene at the Living Waters with all the Mandalorians and their cool drums. I really like the scene where they relight the Great Forge and everybody starts doing for Mandalore and you see like covert Mandalorians hanging out with, you know, Bo Katan's faction of um Mandalorians. How, I thought that was real cool. How's that forge fueled? Hopes and dreams, baby. Like, if it's gas, like, wouldn't the gas just be running into that room before they lit it? Or well... They just, or they just have a lighter under... Like, they just, like, pulled the thing out to re- to get it going. Yeah, it's got a pilot light, like a, a yes. water heater. Okay. All right, sweet. Um, James Waterman comforts me with, uh, Steel, I'm in agreement, had a freak-out moment about this whole R5 thing a few weeks ago. Like, when? How? It is, to me, the thing that makes the least sense in any of the Star Wars shows far, so far as him referring to R5 as a hero of the Rebellion. Um, yeah, I guess... Um, oh, oh, it's just a bit, bit of spice at the end. Tharul Unfiction says, Boba Fett left out. Cry, odd man out that bump man oh no man i okay someone's someone's with me sorry horse but somebody's with me about this how did grogu get into the base to yeah yep i don't know what they're doing with boba buddy i i don't know At, at this point i guess i just gotta hope that he's in the big movie, right? Because oh, he has. He ha- oh, I, um, I, w- I would say you have to be. I, I, mean, uh, I, I like how uh, you stopped and it's just short of being like, "Oh yeah, he." De-. You were like, "Well, hold on, let's let's hold on." Um, I don't know, man. I, uh, yeah, I, I, I just think with that, that Filoni film. Let's wait. Let's get it up right there. If we're going to talk about the man, let's revel in the hat. Um, I just feel like for that that film that's going to culminate, I just think it's all hands on deck. Everybody that's been involved in the story that's still around, Dude, right? The, like yeah. the Mithril is going to be showing up. <laughs> no, he is not. Maybe played by a different actor. Oh, did that actor? Yeah. Up? Okay. Yeah. Oh, uh, hey. Is that Walter? That is Walter. Excellent. Oh, I miss having a cat interrupt the podcast. Oh, um, I'm sorry, buddy. That's okay. Um, <laughs> this is funny. James Waterman writes, Seriously, we should have gotten a Boba Fett post credit scene like Ferris Bueller looking at the camera like going, You still here? Go home. It's over. Mm-hmm. You remember seeing that in the cinema and just like, how did he know? Oh, I, I think I didn't get a chance. I don't think I saw that in cinema. Oh, I think okay. I saw it at home. 
Um, Steve Violence says, I know this episode was corny, but I'm glad all the Mandos actually worked together and didn't backstab, especially Axe. I, I thought um, it did uh, veer into the realm of corniness. Yeah, um, but it was my, uh, it was the particular brand of Star Wars corny I like, to be honest. Yeah, it was, um, I, I definitely like um, a ragtag group coming together. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, gosh. Does the Filoni movie happen if Ahsoka is as bad as this? I, 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 I think, because um, Filoni's writing all those, yeah. The Ahsoka show? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think so. Yeah, I let's um We'll see. Let's yeah, let's see it. But it, mm-hmm. it could be um definitely the ones he co wrote this season were better. I assume he co wrote this one as well, or am I wrong? I don't know. I didn't I was so concerned being like, Are they gonna do a is this the end of the whole series? Are they about to do a post credit sequence that I didn't oh even see? Oh my god, Hawes. Nick Webster mm-hmm. wants to know who are the spies then? Okay. <laughs> no, no, so, no, no, Nick. You just have to rewind about. Yeah. Um, it'll be on the screen. Actually, we had the little thing come up and say it, but Hawes, it's 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 a biblical reference that means people going into a land or something. So it was the Mandalorians were the spies. It's a different use of the word. We all got tricked. Um. Um. James Waterman's got a comment about the cleanliness of Mando helmets, which is just um, veering on reportable. Um, uh, Grateful Dead thinks it's a lull that it was corny. Listen, I, I, I think so. I, I acknowledge uh, it, but it's my favorite kind of corny in Star yeah. Wars. So, you know. Corny stuff can be good, Grateful Dead Pat. Have you ever seen Bloodsport? It's awesome. But it's very corny. Have you ever heard Chicago? Oh, my stars. Um, <laughs> Grateful Dead Pat still has the comment, um, mm. the critique of it should have been Grogu Dajan, um, though right. So I like that everyone's still got a little, little gripey gripe. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh, and James Waterman is going to get fired up about oh, bricks and screws. That that'll have to be a super chat, mate. We might have to we might have to shut down the stream if we're going into the the bricks and screws conversation. Um, SB Uno wants to know what did I miss? Um, what the perceived meaning of the spies was two times. That, that is what you've missed. Um. Justin Rodriguez says, Din Grogu rolls off the tongue better, I think. Hey. He's right. Each to their own, and they are fictional characters, but I think I'm going to stick with um, Grogu. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just going to call him Grogu. M- much as Harry is stuck with baby Yoda. Mm-hmm. And um, Yoda, funnily enough, is called old baby Yoda. Nice. You know what my nephew, who's, who's uh, maybe just a year older than Harry, I think? Mm-hmm. Um, he calls Denjarin Boba Fett, and he calls Boba Fett fake Boba Fett. <laughs> oh. And my brother-in-law was so excited to have him drop that knowledge that on me the last time I was home. He was like, "Hey, you know, Jackson's been watching 
Mandalorian, right? And I was like, oh, really? What do you think? And he goes, I love Boba Fett. And I was like, we got one. And my brother-in-law was like, <clears throat> tell him, who is Boba Fett? And he goes, he's the Mandalorian. And I go, uh, that's what I was, uh-oh, wait a second. And he goes, yep, he's got the silver helmet. He hangs out with baby Yoda. And there's another guy who um, wanted the armor he had. That's fake Boba Fett. Oof. I was like, you know what? I'm going home. <laughs> that stings. James Waterman says, uh, I'm still with Yoju, which was a great, a great potential name. Mm -hmm. uh, Thoral Unfiction is happy to report that Skinny Pete lived. He sure did. Um, That's why we got to get a season four, more Skinny Pete. Yeah, I wonder. Um, I wonder what's next for the uh, the Californian-based production team. It's a good question because Acolyte isn't done filming yet, but it's filming in the UK. Andor's not done filming yet, and it's filming in the UK. Um, that's a very good question. It's got to be something, you know. I would assume a second season of Ahsoka. I would assume Mando season four, you know? I reckon a definite second season of Ahsoka. Yeah. But, like, you know, supposedly they're trying to get this Mando movie out in 2026, right? That, so Kathleen Kennedy said, or, or I can't remember. There's been so many articles on Celebration. They said, Wouldn't like... Would it be 2027? Mm -mm, that they, they're planning on the Ray movie being in 2025 and would like to follow that up with Dave Filoni's movie a year later. But isn't there a... Um, An avatar? Yes. Yeah. I don't know what that means. Like, release schedule-wise. What if it's just a Disney Plus movie? No. I don't think so either. I think that is not going to be what they do. But And, and I don't even know that... This might have been like... Hollywood Reporter or something like that. I don't know that it was an official statement from Kathleen Kennedy. Hmm. Um. <coughs> James Waterman wants Bob Odenkirk in there as Theron's lawyer. He'd be good. What was that? There was who was that character that was Theron's offsider in? Um, those books Pelion. no 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 in the the new canon books oh i can't remember i've only read the first of those he was dope he I was him. um so but what I, what I was getting around to like let's say hypothetically that that movie is going to come out in 2026 that's realistically two more years after this for tv shows right so how many seasons of like they could maybe do one more right they could maybe do one more season of ahsoka after this year with the time it takes to film and then release them um so i don't know i, re I reckon that's the last mandalorian you think so you think that they sunset that character until the movie and then he shows back up yeah i don't know but yeah. he might show up in some of the other shows i hope no, it's I, not i i i reckon because like, you've got to think about what's going to make people 
go watch these TV shows at the movies. And if you haven't seen it, if, if they're teaming up and it could be. So like, I see a lot of people saying in the chat, like, yeah, but John Favreau said he's writing season four. So he also said he was writing the next season of Mandalorian when he was actually writing Book of Boba Fett, right? He also said that there was no endpoint in mind recently, and then they reveal a movie that's going to be the endpoint. So I don't know if everything he says is to be taken 100%. Yeah, it doesn't mean he's lying. No, he could, like there is. I'm sure he does answer some questions. Yeah, well, in in so with if we use the Boba Fett example, he could be writing another season of a show that's set in this from a certain point. Yeah, of view. <laughs> season four is not already filmed and ready. It is not. It is 100 percent not. Come on. Um. All right, dude. Should we uh, wrap it on up? Yeah, I'm going to go to bed. It's about 4 o'clock in the morning here. Oh, yeah. Hey, um, hit like and comment underneath if um, if you'd like to help out and algorithm. Blah, blah, yeah. Blah. Um, all that good stuff. Um, oh, Bones F says it was proper Star Wars, but way too short. I could have used a little longer runtime too, even if it was just more runtime devoted to showing us cool stuff. Hmm. Um, alrighty. Well, I think this episode has gone on long enough. So, Hawes, um, Blue Harvest Podcast will be yes, up um, this Friday with Will. Of course. Ooh, and. Can I cut in real quick and say we're going to be doing a live stream for our 400th episode slash 8th anniversary on May the 4th. So come Excellent. hang out. I may, what, what day is May the 4th on this? A show? Thursday. Interesting. If you want to come, I'm, I'm going to be sending invites to people, anybody that wants to come by. Delightful. All right. We'll talk then. Thanks so much, Hawes. Thanks for everyone. Um, I, I, I am relieved the season's over. Yeah, I'm going to be bummed next Tuesday. I'll be honest with you. I'll be bummed that I don't have it to look forward so to. So will I. I, I was, but I was, there is a new Star Wars video game next week. Yeah, not, not for me. Well, um, yeah. But, uh, yeah, I was in a um, very excited mood all day. To um, So I, next week I will miss it. But I'm just, I, I, I'm, I'm happy with how it ended, except for the hat. Fair enough. I, I, do I have to go back and watch the other one now? To see yeah, to, to verify proof of life of the hat. Insane. Um, all right. I'll talk to you. Sounds good, buddy. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.